sitting here with Alex Martin, TLD KTM number 26. So Alex, I guess the first thing I want to ask you is what's the best advice your, your father, producer Joe, ever gave you? Uh, best advice would probably be uh, telling me that, you know, Jeremy's just an adopted son, uh, you know, basically the black sheep of the family, and uh, don't really uh, get too involved with thinking he's fast or fit or whatever. I mean, he's just kind of the... Like he's like the adopted son, so uh, you know when I'm out there racing, I just think about how bad he sucks and how unfit he is, and and uh, mentally that just helps me. I like it. And how about uh, Daniel Blair, main event moto? What you got a good story about Daniel or a piece of advice? Anything for Daniel Blair? Man, we actually go back quite a ways. Uh, 2009, I think we went over and raced a, a race in Sweden together. I mean, that was my very very first season as a pro. Uh, raced for Ty Lube in the West Coast Series, made like maybe two or three main events, um, so a lot of DNQs, <laughs> right. and then uh, Outdoors kind of did a Wonder Warthog privateer effort, yeah, I and uh, yeah, and then I got a call from Jim Hawley to go over and race Sweden for, you know, de decent money for me back then, I'm like, sweet, you know, go to another country, and uh, I actually roomed with, with uh, Daniel when I was over there, so... Uh, you know, hung out with him a lot. Nothing, yeah. no, nothing crazy, but just got to got to meet him. You know, oh, it seems like a long time ago, yeah. and had a good time. And I've always liked him. He's a good dude for sure. He's helped me out a ton. Um, I guess let's talk about this weekend a little bit. Well, first of all, you were talking about Wonder Warthog team and Ty Lube, and now look at where you are now. When do you when you look back on that, like what do you take from it? What do you, are you have more of appreciation for where you are now? Yeah, it's it's hard to it's been such a long road and it's yeah. crazy to think about you know where I was and where I'm at now. Um, I don't know if I would want to do it all over again. <laughs> there was a lot of struggles, you know. I mean, there was especially when I was on 1110 up in Pennsylvania. There was a few years where I was getting good results, um, you know, and the bike was good, but it was just like I was like it, it's like what's it going to take to get to the next level, you know? And and finally with Rock River, I was able to get a couple Supercross podiums on the West Coast in 2015, and then you know had a very good outdoor season as well and that was like i finally finally you know got those podiums and it was enough to get the factory ride but like it was a lot of years of grinding and just like trying to figure out like how i'm going to get to the next level yeah i, I mean i imagine that's pretty stressful too it, you know and this sport is so demanding and everybody if you're not in the top three you suck that's that's you know the way people seem to look at it, the fans and what's wrong with that guy and i mean you can only have one winner and you guys are all elite racers in the top 20 in Supercross, top 40 outdoors, but I bet it's very stressful when you have to deal with that pressure. Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, I remember you know, getting my first top 10. I mean, in my first very first season as a privateer, I was top 10 a couple times in the outdoors, and then in 2010, had a few more top 10s, and, and 11 was top 5, and actually got a podium at Southwick with 11-10, and I just remember thinking, like, you know, I thought like if I was top ten, for sure that would guarantee a factory ride. Yeah, yeah. And then after I started getting more and more top tens, it was like, okay, maybe top five. And then I got <laughs> top five, and then I got that podium, and I'm like, all right, for sure a factory ride. And I mean, it wasn't until I got some podiums in Supercross that I finally ended up getting myself a factory ride. Right. So it's that just goes to show you. I mean, even if you're on a privateer bike racing with inferior equipment against these factory bikes. I mean, you have to be able to prove that you can win, sure. even on a privateer bike, just to get that call up. Absolutely. I guess my last question is, um, you know, you get a start tomorrow and Jeremy comes up behind you, you put him on the ground? Oh, uh, yeah, I might brake check him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You can't, <laughs> let, it, you can't let him go by you again this week. Yeah. He's done it a couple times this year. Enough's enough. Gotta, I know, gotta right? Get, gotta get a 1-1. One, one. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, hey, I look forward to watching you race tomorrow, and thanks for your time, man.